Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Conferred Culture brought to you by Timothy Theories, the podcast where we talk about the topics that many of us are passionate about. I'm your host, Chris Murphy, and this week I'll once again be joined by Tim and Mike as we continue ranking the MCU films. As noted last week, I had to split the episode up into multiple parts due to the fact that we just talked for a whole bunch of time about Marvel movies, so we just decided to split it into multiple parts. So without further ado, here's part two. Well, um, next on my list, I got a very hot 7 out of 10, and that's Captain mm. America 1. First <gasps> Avenger. Yeah! We're similar. We're similar. Oh, I don't diggity. I, I have it a bit higher, but not that much higher. Like you it's still funny, have it like, like middle of the road, right? Yeah, it's going to be pretty much middle, not quite middle of the list, but close. For me. Like, it's pretty much middle of the list. It's like, fine. I thought it's it fine. was fine as like an origin story, but it didn't blow my mind. No, like, and and it's disappointing because like um the Red Skull wasn't as. The Red Skull is Captain America's villain. Like, he's Captain America's Baron yep. Mordo. It's like, he but, is his main villain, and, and it's just... I don't know, I, felt, I thought he was kind of flat. Get dropped like a bitch. <laughs> yes, that too. And they, like, he... And, and um... Um... What's, it, what's that... What's his second in command again? Um... Oh, I can't remember his name. Like, the guy with the glasses that he becomes, like, one of the, like, villains. Yeah, Ernan Zola. Yeah. Zola, yeah. Zola, yeah, yeah. like... Like, I don't know. A, lo- a lot of that. A lot of that movie was just like okay. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It, like you kind of you get some of like the concepts uh, that are later like hearkened <laughs> in like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where like um, they're trying to figure out who deserves like the super ser- the super soldier mm-hmm. serum, and it's like he, they believe that the it should be given to like the best man not the best soldier and that's why steve was chosen and like mm-hmm. he kind of play on that in felton the winter soldier when you beat walker because he's like the best soldier and this is what happens when you give him that serum totally it's like yeah okay you know like that, that that's a cool that's a nice little like callback yep. but i think as a movie within the mcu like it didn't blow my mind there wasn't whole uh like i i liked like i liked this origin story more than the other ones aside from like iron man mm-hmm. one yeah, but it was definitely better than um, definitely better than Thor. It's more memorable. I yes, uh, I <laughs> I did enjoy the scenes where he was like literally just a propaganda machine for a little bit and saw like yeah, no action. that was pretty good. I did enjoy those scenes, and then when like the the scene where he just like says "fuck it," I'm gonna go to the battlefield and start like he just starts like taking on everybody. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is actually like, like this is slowly starting. This is picking up, but like. Man, the beginning was so slow. I yeah, like, there wasn't a whole lot to uh, for me to like grab my attention in the beginning. But once it's it- tough because it's a war movie, but yeah. it's a Marvel war movie, so yeah. they it's they kind of like, they kind of ride yeah. the line between both. Yeah, and mm. like when I think war movie, I think like Saving Private Ryan, and that's kind of what it's like almost what they tried to do for a little bit. But then at the same time, it's like you remember like oh shit it's a marvel movie so we're now going to have them fight on like a tr- like a high speed train and then um mm-hmm. and then it, it like i don't know like i feel as though the towards the last quarter of the movie it kind of the i can't help but feel as though like oh fuck how are we going to wrap this up like and the, it goes this, more to the fantasy realm right yeah. it, it it starts to lean itself more into into marvel fantasy and mm-hmm. it's tough Probably because too. like if they had been a little bit more conservative overall throughout, mm-hmm. you I think it would have been better paced. Mm-hmm. But or they should have gone and leaned into it more and just been like, nope, this is a fantasy universe. 
and we're going to really amp up the the elements of Captain America lore like exactly right away. They just kind of yeah. yeah, this movie to me and which is why it's almost in the right in the middle. It's this movie is very much a let's get Steve Rogers from point A to point B. It's like, okay, he's super skinny. How do we like okay, super soldier serum. Like, yeah, super soldier serum. Okay, like (laughs) it feels like it feels like a logic flow diagram. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, here's the arrow from there, here's the arrow from there to like, oh, let's like drop in that old school looking shield. How do we get him to the battlefield? There's the arrow there. How do we get him to the red Mm -hmm. skull? There's the arrow there. You know what I mean? How does he get his his vibranium shield? There's the arrow there. How does he get frozen in the ice? And there's the arrow. You know what I mean? It feels like a very straight line. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's just, it's very much a setup film. It's like, okay, he's got to be in the Avengers. This is in World War II. How do we get him there? And that's just that's what this movie feels like. like it, it almost would have been it's better. entertaining, if they, though, in parts. Yeah. yeah. It almost would have been better if they did this one later on and did a callback to it. Yeah. Like a webisode, yeah. Like, uh, or no, like they're doing with uh, Black Widow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie where I mean, she's clearly it doesn't take place in the current timeline because she's mm-hmm. dead, so it yeah. must have taken place before. You can you can do something like that and then really lean into it. Yeah. They really yeah. wanted to hammer home the man out of time and and like show like this is where he's from and this is what he's mm-hmm. doing. But I think that like they also kind of didn't give the audience a chance to 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 learn that themselves and be and earn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 break the rule, right? Show don't tell. Like they do, they they almost look at the camera and tell you what to think <laughs> in this film. It is helped out too by like um these these people are Nazis, except more evil than Nazis. And you're like, oh well, then I really want them they to melt get their people. asses kicked. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I want really want to, and they do a different salute, which um makes sense because you cannot have any propaganda or. Uh, salute or uh, symbolism in Germany uh, lest you go to prison. It is completely banned in Germany in Mm -hmm. all forms. So they do their own salute and all that other kind of stuff and of course they're Hydra. So yeah, I mean I I found it entertaining but it's not something I'd go back and revisit a lot. Yeah, it was, I think in terms of the phase one movies, this is probably the it it was one of the more memorable ones it's still a solid seven out of ten and a like a a decent starting off point into the into the mcu like if you want to watch it in like in it in terms of like release time i i think Mm -hmm. i think it works but aside from that it's it's not it's not better than any of the ones that i put above this Mm -hmm. and it's not worse like it's not like i i still think that thor is like thor one was just not like I don't think it was as memorable in the Phase One movies, but this one was, and I I had a lot more fun watching this one compared to Thor One. Yeah, M- Mike's quote of the podcast: "This was a solid seven out of 10. Yep, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> it's gonna be like that for like the next few movies until yep. yeah. There's until gonna we be get until... to like probably the top five, I'm guessing. Oh, uh, I would say top like 10. top ten, and then you start, yeah. and then and then the number, and then the numbers out of ten begin to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an increase in value. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I got. All right, Tim, you're up. Okay, coming in. We're at what? Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. Yes. Coming in uh, at number 15, fifteen is Ant Man. <laughs> oh wow. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's 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 not bad. Like I said, I already talked about Ant Man and the Wasp. I I like Ant Man. 
it's um it's a really entertaining film i just feel like it could have been served differently i don't know if we needed to get this version of ant-man so early on i would have rather have uh hank pym uh ant-man than than scott lang personally yeah and i think i think the scott lang one would have been so cool if they had done it as a series and then introduced him into the movies after the fact, like really just hammer home the fact that he's like struggling. He like, and er, again, we have to, we we need to earn the relationship with him. And here, Mm -hmm. like most of the movies, just like getting to a sense of Scott Lang. It's not about Ant-Man. Like it is Ant-Man, but it's not, you know, like I, so it's, I enjoy it and it's interesting and it's, it's great. But um, I would have preferred if we learned about Ant-Man, Scott Lang version uh, through more nuance and character study stuff, which is better served through television or a series. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, and, and like the fight is like ridiculous with, what is it? Like a Thomas a miniature, tank engine. Yeah. It's a miniature train set. Yep. And it's like, that is really funny stuff. Cause at scale, you're like, nothing actually <laughs> happens. Yep. But, it's yep. epic when they're in miniature form. So like, it's fun and it's funny and mm-hmm. I, I laugh and I enjoy the movie, but I just, I don't know if it was like, we're coming out hot. We got to show like that we know how to make Marvel characters. Cool. Like that was one of your, what, what number of movie is that? It's gotta be like number 10 or 11. It's I'm not sure. Uh, the, the Here's the, here's an interesting 12. one. Here, here's an interesting what if. What if Edgar Wright never got fired from this movie? Yeah, it might have been might have been better. Might have been weirder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say about it other than the fact that I just think it's disappointing for what it is. Uh um, I like it, but I don't think it I don't think it's a good character slash superhero movie. It's just that's fair. It's just okay, but yeah, but Luis is such a fun character. Yeah, again, Michael uh, Pena is really good. Yeah. It makes me laugh. Like I, I get the the comedy of it is fun and it's heartwarming. It's just I want to see all three things. Yeah, yeah, and also Michael Pena launched that the 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 corona like the the year of the coronavirus. Oh god, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like that's funny yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great meme. Yeah, do you have a quote for this one, Tim? I I Are had you, a quote and then I lost. Can you it. quote Michael Pena? <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find the Luis. Yeah, he's like, and then Murder Hornets came, and he's like, "Oh wow, sounds like a bad year." Oh wait, man, I'm I'm like only in February. <laughs> it's such a great meme. I love it. So, so good. See, is there another Luis quote in here that I can find? That's not forever. I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll just do this one line. He says, "Sure." Yeah, this dude sounds like a badass man. Like he comes up to me and he says, "You know, I'm looking for this dude who's most unseen, who's flashing his fresh tat, who's got like bomb moves, right?" Oh, you got, she's like, "Well, she got everything nowadays. We got a guy who jumps, we got a guy who swings, we got a guy who jumps up the walls." Yeah. I'm being more specific, and he's like, "I'm looking for a guy who shrinks." And I'm like, "Damn, I got all nervous because I got mad secrets for you, bro." So I asked Ignacio, "Did badass tell the stupid fine writer chick to tell you to tell me because I'm tight with that man that he's looking for him?" And what he say? He said yes. <laughs> yes so sir good. So yeah, good that's that's this movie it's funny it's very very funny but yeah, yeah. 
totally fair. Excellent. Uh, that this is a fantastic segue, Tim, because uh, my number fifteen is Ant Man and the Wasp. Ooh. There you go. Yep, I've actually seen Ant Man and the Wasp twice because uh, um, I watched it by myself on Netflix, and then my kids wanted to watch, or specifically Sarah, my daughter, wanted to watch it. Uh, it's the, the, the its problem is the villains are super weak. Mm-hmm. Um and it yeah. came it had the unfor and again it's the, the its release uh, uh date does not help it does not do any favors uh in between Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. and so yeah uh I think Tim pretty much covered everything about it but like it, it's I enjoy it it's funny but it's again like there's only so much you can do with Ant Man because he doesn't have a lot of big time villains most of the villains that ant-man has gone up against they're usually associated with the avengers like say um uh dr doom or something like that yeah and that's, that's because ant-man in his... the comics is smart and scott lang is not like ant-man in the comics is hank pym so it's like genius against genius and you could you can't do that here because scott lang is <laughs> a thief and he's kind of an idiot no he says things like, he's like wow captain america captain america yeah exactly so so, so it's nice just to like, meet you sir like yeah and and paul rudd don't get me wrong i love paul rudd he he's is so funny. endearing mm-hmm. he's so endearing and he's super funny it's just i i i would rather have hank pym mm-hmm. same i just would same and so i mean yeah so what are you gonna do but yeah i again i don't i don't have that much to say and honestly a lot of my uh, until i get into the top 10 a lot of these are going to be like here's why uh, thirty seconds spent on it, and then I don't have, really have any more to say about it. <laughs> yep. So, it's, I, that's Mike's. That's this is my version of Mike's sol- solid seven out of ten. It's funny you mentioned this movie because this is actually the next movie I was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. You guys, it's just funny. You guys just you're just like always a little bit nicer to the, on the movies that I I'm like these movies are terrible. Yeah, you're just like it's crazy. Except for Civil War, Tim. Except for Civil War. Yeah, like you just like low key hate that movie. That's fine. Yeah. See, like so. I, I liked it at the beginning, and then I started to think about it, and then, and then you thought about it, and, and then I hated it. <laughs> no, you also like, don't like good. Far From Home, and you haven't even seen it, so there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta disagree with you on that one, Chris. I, I, I strongly disagree. That's fine. <laughs> All right. I just don't have any desire to see it, so I couldn't. It's not so much I, that I hated it; is that I haven't seen it. I don't have desire to see it, and therefore I can't rank it. I just I can't rank it higher. That's, I just and can't that's do fine, it, right? You know. So yeah. So yeah. Um, okay, like, Mike, give us give us the the yeah. dirt. Yeah, give us the lowdown on Ant Man the Wasp. So like, okay, hold on. I I like <laughs> Ant Man. Have you guys ever watched Suits? Yeah, uh, I've, I've watched like the first season. So yes. like. The the one thing I I always like I like I thought I think Suits is a great show like I would watch it uh, like probably once in a while like mm-hmm. rewatch it once I've in a while but the the one thing I fucking hate about it is how they always end every single episode on that one song like that mm. one guitar riff no matter yeah. what happens mm-hmm. seconds before like literally like big dramatic shit could be popping off and then ends on such a crazy note or like depressing note because mm-hmm. something emotional happened and then all of a sudden like inappropriate like fucking guitar rift is like blaring in your ears that's that's how i 
liken that's what I liken Ant Man and the Wasp to. Because mm, again, yeah, okay. Um, watching Infinity War, I was like speechless. I was like dead inside emotionally, <laughs> just just like gutted. Yeah, just yeah. absolutely yeah. gutted, and like waiting for Endgame, and then all of a sudden you're like. Like Hugh Benny Hill sound, nah, 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 and like <laughs> and like Scott Lang and like um and uh like uh like the, that gang like driving around in like a van and like shrinking and then like enlarging and it's just oh man like I thought it's a solid seven out of ten <laughs> <laughs> and and what will be in like a series of hot seven out of tens and it like I just. I I wanted like I wanted to like it more than I initially did, but yeah. because of where when it was released, I just thought like this is not the time to like put this like like this movie did not need to happen. And mm. like I've said before, you can just give us like a webisode about the quantum realm and like, yeah, the little the, machine. The- this is a this is a phase one movie is what yep. this is. It, yep. That's what it feels like. You, you could have given us like a, we're so far beyond phase one at this point that like why is this movie here? You could have given. What are you guys doing? You could have given this in Ant Man one, and I think that would have been fine. Yep, they just wanted money. They're just yep. trying to get some plot device money. Disney wants money. No, Re- no wow, what? I'm shocked. Crazy, shocker, yeah, shocker. Yeah, super weird. Um, but yeah, that, like that's that's pretty much the dirt I have on this. It's just right. I I didn't watch it because I knew it was going to be way more lighthearted than what we saw in Infinity War, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not about that. Also, they <laughs> wasted Catwoman. Come on, <laughs> Janet Van Dyne. Oh right. Oh yeah. You guys are like who's Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I was like, oh, what it was is like, oh, yeah, that's right. She's in this movie. And and then they they also wasted like Lawrence Fishburne, like 100%. Like, man, you can't, you can't freaking tease Goliath and then not give me Goliath. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. Yeah, no. He's like, what do you see? I only got to like 15 feet or something. Yeah, something like that. Like, oh come on! Boo. Yeah, like give, Boo. Me, give me this what I want, and like Boo the, this man. And, like, I want to see him fight him. Like, and, like, mm-hmm. just, like you guys have mentioned, like the villains were just not great. They're just weak. They're just weak, and like I mm. like is it uh, what's his name again? Uh, Walter Wal- no. Walton Goggins. Walton Wal- Goggins I is a love, phenomenal actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. But my God, they really gave him like the short end of the stick with this script. Like, yes. He's mm-hmm. just not a memorable, like, great actor, but not a memorable villain at all. Like, he's just nope. an arms dealer, right? Or something like that? Something like that, Is that, that it? Yeah. And I'm just... I don't remember. And again, you go from you go from reality, <clears throat> reality warping entity that is Thanos to arms dealer. This is the stakes. Great. Yeah, they're, they're way too, yeah, way too small. Yeah, so like, just, like, a, yeah, they didn't think that one through. Yeah, and it's again, <laughs> like I said, it. like I've said many times before, and I will say for the next few four movies, movies or solid no, three seven movies, out of 10. solid, solid seven out of ten. <laughs> I salute you, movie, for existing. Yep. Yes, it, yeah, it, exactly. It's a movie. You yeah. exist. 
it has a start and a finish. That's yep. <laughs> the highest yeah, praise I'll give it. <laughs> yep. We came in, we we saw things, and then they ended. It wasn't yep. Iron Man Saves Christmas, and that's that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's so good. Yeah, and that's fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Moving on. Tim. Okay, so we're on fourteen now. Fourteen. Uh, yeah. Getting getting into the middle of the of the pack. Um, yeah. So my number fourteen is the first entry for Thor. Um, I may have a slightly different opinion than Mike on this. I think that it is, it's uh, it's actually slightly better than a seven out of ten for me. Um, I think it's a really good foray into like a hero arc as a story. Mm-hmm. You get to see Thor go through the natural hero's journey, and he starts off as hot shit. He thinks he's amazing. He gets brought down to his knees, like literally and figuratively, and then he has to start afresh, figure things out, and he uh, he comes out on top. Um, I like that the fantasy elements of the story. I think, you, like you, I agree with you. Make the fantasy stuff is good. It's mm-hmm. it's boring, like Chris said when we get into Earth. I think, unfortunately, um, Marvel didn't really know what they were doing yet in terms of like introducing the fantasy and the Earth stuff. It was like <laughs> it's like this awkward teenage phase where it's like, what do we do with like this kind of storytelling and this kind of storytelling, and how do we combine them? So it does fall apart a bit in that points, but overall, they use some creative humor to still make the story work. Yeah, he's fish um, out of water. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 it is kind of official water. You're right. Um, I I just wish that what did they do? Like it was like the whole uh, Kenneth Branagh was directing, right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. didn't know how to make a comic book movie. I think that's part of the awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. He but made Loki's it, he, pretty good too, right? Like, is it Loki is a decent villain in it, this? Yeah. It gets better as it goes like, along, but he's it definitely felt villain. more like a. Like if this was just it, like if you isolated this, it's more of just like artsy fantasy film. <laughs> yeah, kind of what I'm liking it too. Um, definitely doesn't have that Marvel feel to it until you get to Earth. And then at that point, you're like, wait a second, it slows to a crawl when it gets slows to Earth. a bit yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. So I just wish they connected the two worlds better. Yes. But I really like the story. I really like the the score is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I it, like as you guys know, like for me, like I when I'm watching a movie, I want to feel the feelings of the characters and that you know the ups and the downs. So like I get that out of this story. I think it's really good mm-hmm. in that way. Um, and I like Kat Dennings is hilarious in it, and yep. mm-hmm. even Natalie Portman's serviceable. Like she's not amazing by any stretch, but she does an okay Still job. Okay. <laughs> and she has something more to do than Rachel McAdams. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, she you're does. not wrong. Yes, much, much more. So, um, yeah, I, I like it. I uh, there's a lot of better Marvel movies for me than this, but yes. I I like this movie. I, I enjoy watching it, and I think a solid middle of the road movie. You could. I still think it's better than a seven, but it's it's definitely middle of the road. Oh, it's, it's definitely a seven. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> <It's definitely laughs> you got a quote? Yeah, uh, I do have a quote. Uh, so it's like this is the emotional point in the movie early on when uh, Odin and Thor are having it out. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy, and you are an old man and a fool. Yes, I was a fool to think you were ready, father. Fie! <laughs> <laughs> 
Thor Odinson, you have betrayed the express command of your king. Through your arrogance and stupidity, you've opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to a horror and desolation of war. You are unworthy of these realms. You're unworthy of your title. You are unworthy of the loved ones you have betrayed. I now take away from your power. In the name of my father and his father before I, Odin, all father, cast you out. And it just sends chills down my spine every time I see that scene. Because he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> just, so nice. I I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. and uh, I'm in agreement with you, Tim, because 14 is also Thor. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at it's that crossover. Yep, it's also Thor for all the reasons you said. Um, I enjoy Loki in this. I kind of like the humor in it. Um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a middle of the road kind of film, and I, I also agree with Mike that they were still kind of finding, they were still kind of getting finding their legs, mm-hmm. and they just they just it slows down a lot, and the mm-hmm. like his the final fight is not like I barely remember anything from it, but yeah, you got Loki out of it. Loki became one of the best villains in the in in the whole MCU, uh-huh. and and there's there there's some things to like here. So you know, I'm I I think I. I like it better than you maybe not as much as tim but like i i definitely like it i think a bit better than you do mm-hmm. but yeah 14 that's Sorry. it I was, I, was, I was like counting out my moves like where are we at number 13 13 yes lucky yep, number 13 i actually put um and chris might actually murder me over this one but for number 13 <laughs> in mike's series of hot seven out of tens <laughs> Is Spider-Man Homecoming? Okay, I like I. I surprisingly enjoyed um, the Spider-Man, like the MCU Spider-Man, just because like they were so. I thought they were so much better than the Amazing Spider-Man. Because God damn it, I hate those movies. That again, again, Mike, low bar. Yeah. Um. I I will say I'm not far off from you. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. See, like, um. So no murdering will take place at least over this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty close to you <laughs> oh, too, actually. Oh sweet! Yep. Glad we. We're, I think yeah. I'm glad I'm we relatively agree on this one. Like, yeah. I think looking back on this, I was a little hesitant going into this movie, just because I, like, I wasn't super blown away by Spider-Man in Civil War because I still had that sour taste of like, oh, he did. <laughs> they didn't actually do Spider-Man in Civil War, like the comics. They just introduced mm-hmm. Spider-Man and then briefly did kind of what they did in the books, but it, they really didn't. And now, like, they gave him his own movie. And I was thinking, like, eh, okay, I'm going to have low expectations going into this one. Um, just because I we've seen so many goddamn Spider-Man origin movies. I'm oh, exhausted. Yeah. Like, this is, I think at this point, I'm really starting to feel the Marvel exhaustion. Um, like, or at least start, yeah, like really starting to feel it here. Cause I'm at this point, I, I think we, did we get the roadmap for this one to, that leads up to infinity war? I think this is around the time when like they started introducing phase. This four. is the, this is phase three movie. So this is, uh, the 16th yeah. film. Yeah. So like phase three, phase three. And then like they, did they hint at phase four around this time? I can't remember if they did or not. I think so. And yeah. So like once they started alluding to like, Oh, we're going to get to infinity war at that point. I'm just like, just get me there. I am <laughs> yeah, like, stop giving me this. You're song starting to get burnt out. Yeah. Like just because they're yeah. releasing 
two movies every year and you're really starting to feel it and so with this one i was a little hesitant on watching it on release i don't think i actually watched it at release actually i waited until i didn't either it came out on like streaming services and then i watched it. i saw it on netflix yeah like i wait, wait till it was on that and like when i saw it i was like pleasantly surprised i wasn't utterly blown away i thought um michael keaton as the vulture was fine it wasn't great i really like him i think he's really good as villain. i like him <laughs> i don't like him as uh like i i liked him in this movie a lot but his best and this is telling his best scenes are him when he's not the, what he's the, like the, not when he's not, not riffing in, off spider-man yeah. When he's not in the costume, when he's not like an uh, like a, a an actual threat, like when there's like the uh, like the scene where he's talking to Peter when Peter's in the car. Yeah, that scene mm-hmm. was like, brilliant. That that that's great. But anytime he's actually the vulture, it's yeah, it's just not great. Pretty bad. Yep. <laughs> um, I like the the plot was just all right. Um, I thought um, what's the what's the actor's name that plays Peter Parker in this one? Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, Tom... Tom Holland. I thought he did yeah. like I think I thought he did like a pretty good job. Like I, um, yeah, he's very likable. Yeah, he's he, he he plays a very likable Spider-Man. I like again compared to Andrew Garfield and his Spider-Man. Like I would take Tom Holland. Lobar Mike. Yeah, again, it was like yeah, which <laughs> like again, it's not saying much. At the same time, it's like thank God we have a good yeah. Spider-Man again. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and. I like. I really liked Aunt May because Marissa Tomei just she's great. Love her to love yep. her to bits. Um, yeah, and, I, and, I, so and, I, good. and while was it? Um, I, wait, which one of you guys said that um, they clung on to like they hung on to like uh, Iron Man a bit too much? That yeah, Tim? that was me. That was you. That was crazy. Yeah, I think it's actually both of us. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, and I, like, I kind of enjoyed that aspect because at least it gave us something other than like, oh, Uncle Ben's dead gonna carry that weight for the whole freaking movie but now it's yeah. like we got to focus on like what um i think the, the the idea of like what it takes for a young teenage kid to be a superhero you know mm-hmm. and i and i and i enjoyed that i genuinely enjoyed that but in terms of what else happens in the movie i unfortunately got to say like it doesn't really add hey. much doesn't really add yeah. much to the overall mcu which is kind of a bummer yeah um yeah. Uh, a, a little bit of it is where well, quite a bit of it is like forgettable, but you know, like the 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 scene where he's like pulling together like the the two halves of the ship. I thought that scene mm-hmm. was really cool to watch. But aside yeah, from that, like even the final battle with the vulture was like pretty forgettable. It's not very good. Yep. And like yeah. I said, um, solid seven out of ten for this one. Um, I can't wait to see an eight from you. Yeah, I know, you'll, right? see, you'll, you'll see it about you. you yeah, you'll see it soon. Few, few few movies down the road, I think. Yeah, a couple, couple movies. movies. Give me give me a couple more movies, then. All well, right, we'll, right. We'll, that number will begin to change. Okay. Yep. Thir- thirteen for you, Tim. All right, so number thirteen for me is Captain America: The First Avenger. Hmm. Mm. So I like this one. So obviously, you're starting to get a sense for me of like movies that I actually like. Uh, so Thor is one of them. Captain America: The First Avenger is also one of them. Yeah, I don't have it too um, much higher than this. Yeah, after this, like obviously everything else, I, I like. Like I, we're getting to the point now where it's movies that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Captain America: The First Avenger. I think it is a little uneven in terms of what they tried to do with it. I wish that it was either more one or the other, which I already said after Mike's um, kind of ranking. Tommy Lee of Jones it. is pretty good in it too. 
yeah and like they have a great they have great casting in it um i just i i i i love the the uh exchange between stanley tukey and um chris evans like that mm-hmm. stuff's great yeah. the peggy carter stuff's great the yeah, howard stark stuff's great um it's it's when we get to the back third of the movie where it starts to get really fantasy you're like oh "Oh, okay now they're starting to really try to figure out where the the footing is and that's where it starts to fall down for me a bit like Mm -hmm. i still enjoy it it's just not as engaging as the war side i i just wish they didn't i almost feel like they phoned it in a bit it's like well how can we introduce like these these cannons and and how can we make these hydra agents kind of like so they can be like fodder for the Avengers later on. And even like with Red Skull, like, man, they could have like hammed him up even more than they did. Like I just, Hugo Weaving was wasted. Yeah. Yep. I, f- I felt. And they never I, brought him back, which says a lot too. <laughs> like Ross Markhan played uh, um, uh, Red Skull in, in, in yeah. Endgame, Infinity War. And, and like obviously Hugo Weaving didn't really let, want to do it. He didn't even know what the hell he was doing. Like he yeah. just didn't. He wasn't committed. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's tough because like so much of the movie is really great, but when you get to that part, you're like, okay, this is just okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, obviously, I love Captain America. I love the. It's it's a very quotable movie. There's lots of really great exchange, even like with the um, uh, his squad. What's they're called? The, uh, the Helling Commandos. The Helling, yeah, the command, the Helling Commandos. Like all that stuff's great too. Oh, it's, yep. it's just they like, montaged it too, which I think probably was a mistake. Like, yeah, do some more, maybe do some more missions with those guys first, and really hammer it home. Or like it could have used the scene like, uh, like in in the first Wonder Woman, where they're all sitting around the campfire talking about their experiences. Mm-hmm. It probably could have used a scene like that to really hammer home the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like when you get later on, you kind of f- start to forget how important the war was to Steve and how fresh it was to him coming out of the ice, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, I think it would have been better if they had done it later in the canon and they would have really made it more of a war story. But it's pretty fucking epic for what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I like the I like the the part where um, he's having that exchange with uh, Erskine and he's like, do you want to kill Nazis? And he's like, is this a test? And Erskine says, yes. He says, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't like bullies. I don't care for them. And that at its core is what Captain America is. Like yes. that hammers home Captain America. He's not Captain America. He's Steve Rogers first. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yep. that's his title, but that's who he is as a character. And like Mike, you said with the Falcon, and the winter soldier, like they really, that show killed it with the political side of, uh, you know, MCU and and Captain America and stuff, and like really get drives home that point of like that's why Steve Rogers was such a great Captain America, and that's why the best as man. a super soldier he still held to his core values. And like I, I've always maintained that Captain America is such a great character, like in the comics, and, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like we've talked about this before too, like the shitty. Hail Hydra bullshit stuff in the comics. Like that's <laughs> go down yes. that road again, but yes. um I just think that, I just think this movie like it's like probably for me it's like an eight ish. It's it's not okay. amazing, but it's okay. definitely better than average. Yeah, and okay. um, I'll give you that. 
It, it, you guys are both funny because I haven't even. I, I, I'm not. I haven't even gotten to seven yet. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, like, I haven't even gotten to a seven out of tens yet. Brutal. Well, we talked about this on the, when we were doing the Invincible thing. You're like fucking Alex on uh, Angry Joe Show. You're just yeah. I'm always the contrarian. I always. Really I'm always the guy who is like, yeah, you guys are nines. I'm like an eight. That's what Alex is always like. God damn. Yep. So it's funny. Did you did you see that? Uh, Mike, where they're talking about uh, Invincible? No, I I haven't touched Invincible yet. That one I'm hoping to get through. This it's just pretty when good. you when you do get around to it, watch their review of season one. I watched it after Chris and I did the did our review of it. Yeah, and it's just yeah. I, I laughed because he's like, yeah, it's like a like between a nine and a ten. I give it like a nine and a half. He's like, no, we don't do that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't. Yeah, they don't do half half rankings on that show. God I just damn. whole number because yeah. I'm like, that's Chris to a T. Oh, like it's like an eight, like eight. In half, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I always, I, if I comment on there, I'm like, oh, Alex, I so identify with you. Oh my <laughs> like, god, I have, we are, we are, we are one and the same, my friend. But yeah, because he's, he's, he's just more critical than them. Mm-hmm. Anywho, my number thirteen is a film that I'm going to be much nicer to than Tim has been, uh, Doctor Strange. Wow. <laughs> which is hilarious because you loved, you loved this when we saw it first, and now has gone down a lot for you. I am. Uh, of the same mind as when I first saw it. Um, I love the visuals. They're really great. I like the score a lot. Uh, Chidua Ojoa for how you pronounce his name. I'm not nice. That's that's bad. That's, that's, that's horrible. I'm sorry, but yeah, he's, he's, he's good in it. I really like the ending. This is why it's uh, where it's, where it is, where it's at instead of a big beam in the sky or a giant fight or anything like that. Um, Doctor Strange annoys Dormammu into making a deal. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's it's, funny and, stuff, and and that's great. Like that's different. Like you know what I mean? It's just like we're just gonna keep doing this for all of eternity unless you decide to leave Earth alone. He's like, and then he gets to the point where he's like, fine. <laughs> it's like that that that's a cool little ending, and that's why this movie gets like a little bit more points uh, um, in my book than maybe Tim would give it. Rachel McAdams has nothing to do in this, and he you're right, Tim. The quotes are bad. I would also like to say Benedict Cumberbatch's um, American accent is pretty bad <laughs> as well. Uh, it's oh, yeah, so um, yeah, like again, like in terms of ratings, I haven't gotten to my sevens yet, and and yeah, this one would also not. So be you're a harsh. Seven. You're a harsh old man. I am a harsh old man. I'm a contrarian. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, I, it, it was fine. I, I really, really wish they leaned into the weirdness a lot more than they did. But mm-hmm. for it's 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 OK. I'm, I, I'm excited am, to hear what Mike has to say about this. He hasn't even like chimed in yet on. Yeah, Dark Strange. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in in the multiverse of madness. That, mm-hmm. that Yeah. So I'm interested to see where they take it, which is more than I can say for some of the movies on this list. So yep. WandaVision yeah. 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Boy, God boy, it. don't even get me started on WandaVision. But um, yeah, it's it's basically it's pretty close to in the middle. And yeah, that's I, again, like a lot of these movies, I'm just going to use my I don't have really that much more to say about it. All right. So well said. Uh, number twelve. Um, I uh, I put Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, mm, oh. as a continuation of Mike's thrilling series of hot seven out of ten. Seven out of tens. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, 
Marvel shoots for like aims for like a low bar mediocrity. Yeah, and they do it spectacularly. <laughs> yeah, spectacularly mediocre should be like their tagline. Um, and like, far, I would say Far From Home's like it's. I wouldn't say it's like super mediocre. I thought like what Far From Home brought to the table was awesome. Um, like it kind of took you, it takes you for a ride thinking that like oh shit there's an actual multiverse, but then they pull the rug from under you and just like no, it's just disgruntled yeah. Tony Stark employees. <laughs> like yeah, gross. A part of me kind of enjoyed that. I'll admit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like sure, a- am I bummed that um, Mysterio was actually like was like they technically wrote him in as like a iron man villain yeah a little bit i was a little bit bothered by that because mysterio is such an iconic villain when it comes to um yes like his rogue gallery i guess it's spider-man's rogue gallery but like um i thought jake gyllenhaal did an like an all right job as like an unhinged (laughs) an unhinged sociopath um it was kind of cool to see like more Nick Fury in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Ned was hilarious <laughs> in this in 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 this movie. Um, it w- it was cool to see uh like Spider Man's like black stealth suit that was nice. Um, oh man, I'm such a fanboy. I like this movie way more than you guys. <laughs> well, like, yeah. like, I didn't hate this one per se. Like I just thought it was just okay. I'm weak. You know? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm just indifferent to it. That's all. Like, the, just, yeah, we well, haven't seen it. So you can't even. You can't even. Yeah, really I can't even comment in. on it. Really, it's just I just don't have. Yeah, I just like I don't care to. Like, like the best scene, in, like, is when he actually starts to get his spider sense, and I his Peter Tingle. Yeah, his Peter Tingle, and then um, when like, <laughs> and when he yeah, actually gets it, and like he just starts like <clears throat> absolutely. Bodying those drones left, right, and center. So good. That was so satisfying to so watch. Good. Like I popped off my seat. I remember watching this for the first time. Like I think, um, like when it came to like streaming services, I because I didn't watch it in theaters in the before times when people are listening to this. We're allowed <laughs> to go to theaters, yeah. In the yeah. old days when we went to the theater and yeah. sat side by side by with one another with no Um, masks yep uh but yeah like i i remember watching it like in in like um in my in my living room and just popping off when that scene happened because it was so good and then the ending where like um he reveals uh to the like a mysterio reveals to the world that he's spider-man it's just so good it's amazing i'm like oh shit they the mad lads did it it's still a solid seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, I know, but it's man, <laughs> but man, that like, because like the rest of the movie leading up to that point was just like it was all right. <laughs> You're getting me amped, Mike, and I'm like, I gotta watch this movie. I know, I know, and it's like, again, yeah, like I wasn't really emotionally invested. Yeah, even for the, like the Mary Jane like subplot, I was just like, eh, it's I don't all right. think hot take. I don't like Zendaya as Mary Jane. I think she's too like she she has the same problem as um Captain Marvel. She's too dry and sarcastic. Yeah. Um. It doesn't, and I don't think she plays like this iteration of Mary Jane doesn't play off well with this version of Peter Parker. Yeah, they don't have chemistry. Yeah, it, which I, is I can, which I can is that. really important because she's like a like 
she's a pretty big motivational factor and a big player in his story all the mm-hmm. way through. So it's yep. it's yeah. I don't think they have very much chemistry, and I don't particularly like her in the role. Like Ned's love interest <laughs> in this movie had more chemistry with Ned. Fair. <laughs> I think he's funny. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, when I saw him in in um, Homecoming, yeah, I, I Betty Bryant, him. right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember. But again, like the the rest of the movie, I just wasn't like I wasn't just emotionally involved, like really invested until okay. that last scene where it's like Peter was like bamboozled <laughs> one like one last time, and then he kind of finds him like he uses his Peter Tingle to. To, to like actually like find the drones and take them out like again this this scene was so good I'd watch can, it can we talk just for a second about the the shield he makes an impromptu shield and like such a good homage to Captain America mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. The, so good I remember like this deep uh well, like um there was like this deep cut that somebody kind of like over was like oh, like Marvel fan was overthinking after watching um uh. Spider or after watching like Falcon the Winter Soldier because like there's like this one line where Happy Hogan was like I wonder how like how the hell does Cap do that when he throws the shield right in that movie and like because mm-hmm. apparently Far From Home happens after Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh does it that's what I've been hearing I don't really see it um but like people were like Hogan wasn't really referring to Steve Rogers. He was referring to to Sam. And I'm like, that's you're that's over- a bit of a reach. <laughs> that's a bit of a reach, my dude. But okay, sure, I'll let you yeah. have this. <laughs> but yeah, okay. um, the 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 action in like the last like 20 minutes was really fun. And then okay. when you find when you find out that like um, uh, what's his face the 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 Nick Fury in this movie was actually a scroll. I thought that was super fun. <laughs> Mind blown, and like yeah. you're, you're like there. I can kind of see the gears turning with that and what they're planning to do with this. Hopefully, I'm like staying, like I'm trying not to get my hopes up and be like, oh shit, they're gonna do, they're gonna do Secret Invasion. I really hope one day. I hope so. I hope they don't fuck it up. They're and absolutely they gonna the do Secret guys. Invasion. Like they gotta, they gotta they have to, right? Yeah, they would have. They, yeah. Like they need to. I feel so like if you introduce the skulls, that's like the next logical like step. But I don't know. We'll see. But like I said before, that's my thoughts on Homecoming. It's a hot seven out of ten. Far from Ooh. home, you mean? Oh, sorry. Ooh, far from so home. So hot. Far from I'm, home. I'm getting hot and bothered. Su- super hot take. Yeah. And, we, we, and, and, and hopefully, I can talk about the next one. We're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get real close to Mike's season finale of seven out of ten. Yeah, and Thanks, then, yeah, there you go. It's been a journey. It's been a bit of a ride. Yep. Yeah, all right, Tim, you're up. Okay, so we're talking about number 12. Number 12. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> That's why I said I wasn't that far off. This is, this is so hilarious. W- would you say that you're not far from home? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> wow. Wow. And this is why I'm only in a couple of episodes here and there. It's fascinating to me that Chris is being so much nicer to movies than me. I'm waiting for the point, and it's probably because you fucking dug a hole for Civil War and Far From Home. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's where the two were off by two. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so Spider-Man Homecoming. I like this movie a lot for a lot of reasons. I love uh, the Vulture character. They did such a good job. Like Michael Keaton 
like legend, right? Like, can yeah. we use that word? He's a legend. Yeah. yeah. Batman, and Birdman, and the Vulture. I sense a theme. He has done. He's done such a good job as a villain. I'm so glad that he's going to be able to come back into future movies. They didn't fucking ruin him. Yeah, they, they didn't kill him. Back. him. Yeah. Um, I love. I love that they're setting up Miles Morales with uh my, my favorite my favorite musician slash actor. Uh, the one, the only childish Gambino. They they had they they made a spot for him in that movie because he voiced him in in one of the in one of the cartoons. I mean, like, Miles sad Morales. that he doesn't actually get to be Miles Morales, but getting to be the Prowler is pretty good, pretty cool too. Hopefully, they actually do something with that. Yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. Zendaya is kind of like probably the weakest point of the movie for me, mm-hmm. but his bestie Ned so good, his Aunt May so good. Mm-hmm. Um, even the even the Iron Man stuff, <laughs> I don't care for as much either. Like, I I feel the Iron Man fatigue a bit coming in from this movie. Um, but we're, I'm kind of full in at this point at this, like we've been seeing Iron Man in everything. And so if this is the version that we're with, like he's, he's his mainstay or whatever, like, so be it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love that they're setting up sinister six in this movie Uh and like actually not just doing like, Oh, we're going to do like a sinister six for number three. Like, they, they, they start early and say, like, here's one villain and here's two villain. And you can see that they're going to logically and slowly get their way through it. And um, what else can I say about this movie? Yeah, because um, he meets, I was going to say he meets, uh, uh, what's his name? Matt Geiger is his name, like Scorpion in prison. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, So, yeah, it's a stinger at the end. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's uh it's fun. It's it's a fun Spider-Man movie. It's way better than what we've gotten in previous iterations. I know it's a low bar, but um I just I think that I think that they 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 get a nice combination of Spider-Man and Peter Parker in Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's um it's really interesting to see where it's going to go. I'm hoping that Sony doesn't shit the bed and and fuck them up when they start doing the stuff separately from disney but we've talked about that too or maybe that's never going to happen because uh it's in sony's best interest to keep relations up with disney mm-hmm. yeah maybe you know? so um what's your quote my quote oh i lost it where was it hang on hang on hang on hang on <laughs> hang on hanging we're hanging because you know from a web out out you <laughs> fucking had it too jeez Dan it's because I'm getting so excited about the next few movies I'm looking up other quotes yeah fair enough I haven't I haven't quite I'm I'm, I'm a little bit more excited about my top 10 I guess yeah <laughs> da, 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 da. first couple but after that it was a, it was the thing oh here it is Okay, there so it's an go. exchange between Adrian Toomes and Peter Parker. Okay. That's terrible what happened down there in DC, though. Were you scared? I bet you were glad your old pal's, pal Spider-Man showed up in the elevator, though, huh? Yeah, well, I uh, actually didn't go up. I saw it all from the ground. Pretty lucky he, that he was there that day. Good old Spider-Man. And then his light turns green. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So yeah. that's my number 12. Number 12. 
My number 12 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Hey! <laughs> I'm like, this is so hilarious because, yeah. Yeah, uh, all the reasons you said, uh, but also I am I share a common opinion with Mike that I did not care that much for the Vulture. The Vulture itself, uh, I like Michael Keaton a lot, but anytime he suits up, it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so Well, yeah, just, and I'm hoping they get go less from the tech yeah. side and more costume stuff yeah and i just i just didn't like and i found like he's kind of a weak like i didn't ever um i didn't ever get a sense of of like threat level here like yeah there was no tension for me like i never expected him to to not come out on top so it's just like and not just because it's like hey he's gonna be in like more phase movies but there's no like yeah, like the Vulture was never to me like a top tier Spider Man villain. So And he's not. Like in the comics them he's not. To toss him into his first MCU movie was just like the Vulture? Really? I I guess. It's an it's a nod though to like original early com- comics, right? Like the Yeah, vil- and his his powers are much different in the comics too and the animated show. So I I don't know, man. I, yeah, there's just and again, like we I talked about Zendaya's Mary Jane and yeah, like the one thing that no and they do a little bit in this film, but um, no uh, movie about Spider-Man has really done to date with the exception of Into the Spider-Verse is nobody shows how smart Peter Parker is because like dude's like a next level genius, but nobody really goes into it that much. Yep. So it's just like they do it a little bit in this because he takes apart. I want to say he takes apart like a homing device or something like that. Or and they like, do it in the uh, next one too, actually. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, I mean, but I I agree with you, Tim. Tom Holland is a really good Spider-Man. It's just um um it's a little bit too closely linked to Iron Man for me, and I just I'm not a huge fan of it. But I did enjoy it. But I did not feel the same like as a bunch of other people did, where it's like. Oh, Spider! This this movie is so amazingly great, and I'm like, it's fine, it's okay. Like I, I I've seen worse. It's I had fun. It's okay. It's tough because like we're so used to the the Spider Man of the comics and of previous <clears throat> stories, where it's like you get that arc. This <clears throat> is a completely different arc. It's yeah. like alt ver alt universe Spider Man. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm I'm there, and so like it's just it's not. Spy- overall Spider-Man the MCU is not really for me but like again like it's better than every other movie that I've ranked below it and there you go Ooh. and I'm done go All ahead right. Mike uh, okay. number 11 in the thrilling season finale of Mike's series <laughs> like hot, hot 7 out of 10 7 out of 10s uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 um okay like Interesting. I yeah, had this like, higher. I, I had I, it higher too. Yeah, I think like I had a feeling that you guys might have enjoyed this one a lot more than I did. But <laughs> That's like fair. I how do I put it? I there wasn't a whole lot for me in this movie. Because I couldn't help but feel <laughs> as though it's like Guardians of Galaxy Volume 1.5. Um okay. they introduced like a cool concept of the um, of uh um, Quill being like the the bringing the concept of him like being a celestial, I think that's pretty cool. But then they, but then like, what do you think about it in the long run? I'm like, oh shit, that means he can go like toe to toe with Thanos. Wait a minute, no, no, 
the writers of like Guardians of the Galaxy. He's only half like, uh, celestial. Yeah, ha- but I, I think like in the grand scheme of things, that still makes him powerful, right? Because he can they nerf pretty, him. Yeah, they, pretty powerful, like, yeah. yeah, the writers are like, oh shit, wait, no, no, hold on, we gotta nerf him. We gotta take this away from him. Too good, too good. <laughs> so that's like that's how I felt at the end of it. I'm just like, oh, that's how you strip him of his power. I guess fine, whatever. And I. I don't know, like, it was, there, there were only, like, a handful of memorable moments for me that, that I thought were great, like, when, um, when Peter was just like, you killed my mom, and I'm like, oh shit, th- this is a dark moment, <laughs> when, when, um, what was the villain's name again in this one? Uh, Ego, or, no. Ego, yeah. Yeah, Ego, yeah, like, uh, when he reveals, the like, living his, planet. yeah. Kurt he, Russell slash David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That was that Kurt was Russell's gosh. really good in this movie, by yeah. the way. And so was Sylvester. So good. Like I like Sylvester Stallone in this movie, just because like it was just a random cameo, and you're I'm just like, all right, neat. <laughs> you gave him a role in this movie. That's pretty cool to see. And um, I just think uh, I think one of the like this movie kind of let me down because they introduced um Adam, um like at the end and like the in the post credits stinger. Um, Adam Warlock is yeah, that Adam, who you're talking yeah, Adam about? Adam Warlock, yeah. They introduced like the concept, the like they hinted at the existence of Adam Warlock, and I'm like, oh shit, this is how they're gonna tie, like he's gonna tie into Civil or into Infinity War. That's what he did in the comics, but nope, kind of blue balled us for that one for God knows how yeah. long. It's gonna um, be in three for sure. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, I, really I mean, Volume so Three is coming. They already announced it, so I really hope. They, but like, they, I don't think they teased. They I don't think they released like who the cast is gonna be. Apart from like, um, what Thor, and then the 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 rest of the I'm Guardians. all up for Thor and the and the Guardians. By yeah, the no, way, yeah, it's gonna be great. Like, I, yeah, yeah. as Guardians of the Galaxy, as Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's great. Um, but I'm still holding out for for Wonder Man. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Hey, mm-hmm. finally, Wonder Man, Wonder Man, awesome. I'd be yeah, okay Wonder Man would be great. Um, yeah. but yeah, like w- with regards to Volume Two, I just thought it was just okay. Um, uh, frick. I'm like having like seven a out of ten. I just, I'm, again, I'm having a brain fart with a lot of the, uh, like uh, the guy with the mohawk. What was his name again? Yondu. Yondu. Yondu like he yeah. has like really great. He has like really great moments in this. And like and Michael Rooker is fantastic. Yeah, love him as an actor. And that's like, what that's. He, he I, I'll wait to say what I like about it. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't think like for for me it's just it, like I loved Volume One so much better. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it because, better too, cause, but because like it was like it brought so much to the table and it was so much weirder than the other movies before in the MCU. So that yeah. movie definitely resonated more with me than this one did. Mm-hmm. Cause I felt as though I'm like, oh, okay, this is more or less what I've seen in the first movie. And now you're kind of just adding a little bit more, but not really um, coming out as like a big standup movie for me. It's, it's tough because like when we talk about these movies and their sequels, it's it's like they they suffer from sequel syndrome sometimes where it's like more mm-hmm. of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually might be in the minority in thinking that I, the sequel is a little bit better than the first one, but I'll explain why I feel that way. So, I felt that way initially when I saw it. Uh, uh, upon upon subsequent viewings, I think the first one is better now. But when I first saw part two, I thought it was better. But in my opinion, changed on it later as all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I and like I guess like for the I think one of the big things for Volume One for me was the soundtrack. The soundtrack was freaking awesome. 
in the yeah, in volume one. And I think like this one, it was just like it was all right. I wasn't like I don't think really any a whole lot like stuck out for me. Like I'm trying to remember like the the the, the soundtrack for volume two, and just I don't think nothing really stands out. Even though like when I was watching it for the first time, I was like I was kind of jamming out, but it wasn't like it wasn't like volume one where you literally had hooked on a feeling like blasting in your ear and you're going ooga chaka ooga 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 chaka like that was fun and i felt like volume one was more fun than volume two and that's why i still give it a very hot um seven out of seven ten. out of ten and, like, this concludes <laughs> mike's series of set hot seven seven out of, out of ten nice all right. Tune in next season for when we get to Mike's hot eight out of tens. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, Tim, number eleven. Okay, so my number eleven is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Interesting. Okay. Just outside of the top ten, it's 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 tough because like again, I I like the first two kind of as parts, but um, I think the first one. I had a hard time warming up to it the first few times I saw it. I know a lot of people really like it and it's weird and it's out there. Um, I just had a hard time with Star-Lord being like so OP because he's such a weird niche character. Mm -hmm. And so I had a hard time buying... He's Celestial, Tim. Come on. (laughs) Sorry, whatever. Is he a Celestial? Yeah, yeah, because his dad is in the comics, is he? I don't think he is, is he? No. Uh, No. Regular guy. So, yeah, so like I just had a hard time warming to that initially. I was just like, okay, I guess you can be cool like that. Um, but again, they okay. were like, the writers were like, oh shit, need to nerf this man into the ground. Yes, yes. So, like I said, I, I just, I, I, it's, it's an interesting movie, and I think it's cool, and I get, I get like why people like it because they're like, oh yeah, it's such a fun, different movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But like in the terms of the scope of things, I just I'm like, man, you guys are setting these guys up to be a bigger deal than they actually are. And then when we finally get to in- Infinity War and Endgame, they aren't as important anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll okay. agree with you on that. So like, I like them, and I like the movie, and it's interesting. But like, I wasn't a huge fan of it to begin with, and then when you see like where it goes and then they get the nerf in the sequel, you're like, okay. So like, obviously that was a false, like false lead or a red herring or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's cool. Like, it's cool that, that there's something there for people who may not necessarily be fans of, uh, comics who want to get into Marvel and get into like the concept of MCU or whatever. Um, it's also like, you need, you need that silly character for like comic relief. So like I like that there's that with it, but um, yeah, I just I that it just picks at me. It's one of those weird things that just picks at me, and so I, I rate it well, but I don't see it as top ten. It's one Fair of enough. the lighthearted uh, Marvel movies that I I found that sticks the landing. Like whereas like mm-hmm. Ant Man is like fun heist movie. Like it. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. I should say like. Ant-Man and the Wasp was like that fun, lighthearted movie that didn't quite stick the landing. This is like that Mm -hmm. fun, lighthearted movie that 100% sticks the landing. And it was just like, I think it's one of the, um, one of the small handful of Marvel MCU movies that I'm willing to watch over and over again because it's just so entertaining. Yeah, I I have this much higher. 
Yeah, it, like I said, it's it's a good movie. I enjoy it. I just don't if I'm like looking at the scope of Marvel movies for me, I just don't put it like way up there. Obviously, I like it really a lot because I put it inside of my and like I said, what what did I rate uh Thor 14? When we mm-hmm. start going 14 down, like those are all movies I'm I'm up for rewatching and enjoy and I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I, I need to There's emphasize ones you like better. Sorry? There's ones you like better. Yeah, there's just ones I like a little bit better, right? It's mm-hmm. so I just need to emphasize like okay, everyone's like, well, why the hell wouldn't you rate this like seven or six or whatever? That's why. And like it's 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 me nitpicking, but I yep. think there's gotta be some there's gotta be some reason why uh I feel that way, right? And like that's that's the that's really what it comes down to. It's just like there's some weird stuff with that that bugs me. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally fair. You got a quote for this one? I do. Um, so the part where uh, they're on the, sh- the ship for the first time and Quill is talking with Drax and uh, Rocket, I and he says, "I think I know where you're going with this." Yeah, I'll have to agree with the walking thesaurus on that one. Do not ever call me a thesaurus. It's just a metaphor, dude. His co- people are completely literal. Metaphors go over his head. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I wouldn't catch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I also would have given you points for uh, uh, Quill saying, like, you should see it. This place under a dark light looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> yeah. That one's pretty good, too. That's a pretty good quote, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. All righty. My number 11 is Ant Man. I'm hey. much kinder to this than apparently than, than Tim is. I This is a f- super fun heist movie. I like Paul Rudd a lot. I, even though I would rather have Hank Pym. Uh, I would re I've, I've seen this several times and I have fun with it every time. And it's, it's like, like, like you said, Tim, it's really funny and that's why it's, it's endearing and why it's kind of this high. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think Michael Douglas is also really good in it, even mm-hmm. though like, yeah, I, I want Hank Pym, but other than that, for what they had, Paul Rudd is also super funny. This is the heist comedy of the MCU. I think it works uh, really well. Um, it just doesn't, in the grand scheme of the uh, entire MCU, it doesn't matter that much. But not every MCU movie has to. So that's just kind of where I land on it. And I like it a lot more than some of the ones uh, lower in the list, obviously. So I think it works, personally. And it just does for me. I agree. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not super passionate about it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I like it too. I just don't like. I said I can't. I don't want to keep beating dead horse. <laughs> I just dead, don't think the, the that proverbial it's like dead horse. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't think it's uh doesn't fit all the criteria for me. So yeah, I just that's don't fair. Wear it as high. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. That's that's pretty much all I gotta say about it. Like I said, a lot of these movies just like eh, that's all I have to say about it. Yep. We're getting into the we're getting into the in, in where I might have a little bit more in the top ten here. So yeah, yeah, craziness. Yeah, Mike, number ten. All right. Um. Okay. Well, uh, last season was quite thrilling. Like, <laughs> like I, no, no, I should say thrilling because that I don't think sevens at seven out of tens are like super thrilling, but I'd say like. That was that was a very okay season for me, but now we're going to get into what I consider hot eight out of tens. Ooh, eight. Um, my number ten is actually Ant Man. 
Um, wow. <laughs> a, a, little okay. more generous, right. a little more generous than Chris was. Chris and Tim were on uh, on this one, but I, I like this one because it, like, like Chris said, it was funny. Holy shit! I loved mm-hmm. Michael Pena's character, and like a yep. lot of the humor, like especially like when in in the final fight when <laughs> they're on the train tracks <laughs> and Yellow Jacket gets hit <laughs> yep. by the train, and then when you yep. see it in like like normal scale. It, the train just it's falls like, over. I'm just like, this is yep. this is brilliant. Like the visual comedy in this was so good. Um, yes, yeah, I agree. it doesn't do a whole lot for the MCU, but I think what it makes up for is the actual like writing and like the chemistry and like like I thought the chemistry between the characters like was great. The the yep. the comedic timing for a lot of the gags was really funny, and mm-hmm. I I just think like the visual. The, the the visual action like the visual choreography with like when Ant-Man would turn big or it would be like normal size but then turn small, run up the barrel of a gun and punch a guy. I thought like those scenes were just so fun to watch and so entertaining. Yes. Like yeah, yep. the, the, the villain was very one note. Mm-hmm. Like wasn't he wasn't super compelling, wasn't very super memorable. But I feel as though he did the job of like psychopath that I just want to see get the shit kicked out of him like really well yes and like that- and he was he's a huge asshole like you definitely are rooting mm-hmm. to see him go down <laughs> yep yep and like i thought he did that job well and that's what made yep. like the, the payoff of seeing getting his comeuppance was just great and mm-hmm. I, again and then um a lot of a lot of memorable moments in here like when scott scott's like training montage um, when he's like learning how to command the ants and everything, it's just it's just really yes. cool. And then like you kind of delve into like his like his little toolbox of ants and which which each specific <laughs> like each specific species of ant does for like ant man. Mm-hmm. It's just that was that was just fun to watch and I liked it. And um and then like I said before, it's just the it, it's a visual treat because you get to see like it's like what if Honey I Shrunk the Kids had a bigger budget. <laughs> like this is this is what, yeah. this is what this is what the movie would be and i like i really liked honey i shrunk the kids growing up as a kid and this was like me too this really this really like resonated with me and i genuinely enjoyed this movie like it wasn't the greatest um by like wasn't the greatest mcu that's why it only gets an eight out of ten for me but mm-hmm. i would still put this in my um in like my top 10 um a lot better than um uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, just because it's the this movie kind of introduced like new, like I wouldn't say new concepts, but it was just fresh and fun for me in a time when I was starting to feel like Marvel exhaustion and Marvel yeah. burnout. So, yeah, that's my number yep. 10. Nice to hear that. Okay, Tim. Okay, number so 10. My, my number 10. <clears throat> shock against shock is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ooh, All right. Uh, yeah. Pretty close so, together. Yeah, like I said, they're pretty close together. It's it's tough because like I want to rate them the same, but I do like Volume Two slightly better. Um, the reason why I like it better is, and I kind of already alluded to this in my previous ranking, but I like that. Um, I like that Starler does get nerfed, and it's like pretty obvious why because they're actually going to go into the rest of the movies like the really epic scale movies and have the guardians in there but um they're not 
they shouldn't be like the front and center of the story because they're not they're not the mainstays of the story, right? So no. Uh, um, I do think that the Yondu arc is really significant and super meaningful and impactful. I love. I love the line, um, and I'll get to it. That's going to be my quote for this movie. But I, I love the line just before uh, we see his send off. Kind of really gets you the the crux of uh, Star Lord or Pierquil's story, and up to this point, and why he was with the Ravagers for so long, and kind of how that relationship plays out. Um, the the rocket and Groot thing is really cute and and, and uh, really significant. Um, you know, I, I like I like how we get to see Groot kind of evolve. Kind of in the first movie, he's kind of a one note character. I think in the sequel, he takes he has a bigger role to play, and you can see how they're really coming in as a family, mm-hmm. and how um, even like Nebula plays a bigger role in this yeah. and, and is more important. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the the punch is is going to be so much bigger in Infinity War because of how Gamora and Peter's relationship has evolved because of this sequel. Yeah. So like, you, there's a lot more like dialogue back and forth, and like, what's that one yep. point where they're they're fighting, and he's like, "You're not like Diane, you're like whoever," and she's like, "I don't know what that means," and like storms <laughs> <on. laughs> Yeah. From the, yeah, Cheers reference. Yes. And it's just, it's just, so this is where I'm saying, like, there's the, there's the Marvel tie-in, there's the comedic elements, there's also the heart. So it has all three of those things for me. And so while I like Guardians of the Galaxy, I like this one slightly better because all three of those elements I feel are really there. And it really mm-hmm. ties the larger narrative getting to that point where Thanos, it also, it also shows like how fucking awful Thanos is because you get to see more of that relationship between Nebula and Gamora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of great story beats here. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. Ego is hilarious as a villain also. Yes. Yeah. Kurt Russell's really good in this. He's such a, like a maniacal villain, just mm-hmm. completely tyrannical and so um, removed from just like, humanity like the humanity of the other characters mm-hmm. um so yeah just I, I i think it's a great movie the more i watch it the more i enjoy it the soundtrack's hilarious like the fight at the beginning when they're they're fighting against those uh that alien and the soundtrack's playing and Groot's just like walking along yes mm-hmm. yeah so funny and then mm-hmm. and then they steal uh rocket steals the what is it? The power cores or whatever yeah. <laughs> that race. And he's like, they don't know. I stole it. And it like, yeah, they could yeah. see you. The golden just, people. Yeah. <laughs> where they have the ones make Adam Morlock after. Yes. It's just, it's, I really like it. It's, it's such a great movie. Also, I, I would like to say, and, and I'll touch on this when I get to it. Um, uh, Yondu dying is super emotional in this movie. Yeah, he's basically Peter. He's basically Pete, uh, Peter Quill's dad. Yeah, absolutely. He's basically his father figure, and when he dies, it's super emotional. And like, I cried a little. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, like same for me. Like, I get super emotional when I see that scene and the send off Mm -hmm. with the Ravagers at the end is so uplifting, uplifting and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm right uh, there with you, man. I do like first one like a little better, but I have them pretty close together too, Tim. So yeah, I just it's just I this one just hits a lot more. 
maybe it's just again it's just my taste right it just yeah. hits it a little bit more home for me so uh mm-hmm. so my quote is uh is the line from Yondu like Michael Rooker he says he may have been your father boy but he wasn't your daddy and like <laughs> that just sums it up right there right yep, yep. Uh, man I love I love Michael that was Rooker a good line. so good it's just like okay. it's right there so yeah yeah hundred percent agree uh my number 10 uh is a movie that's already been covered uh i probably like it uh more because of my association with the lead character because he's my favorite captain america first avenger i like it more than you guys um but it has a ton of flaws um and it does feel like a very let's get him from point a to b to c movie mm-hmm. um but i enjoyed it a lot and i love the uso show when he's like just doing the tour yep. with oh, yeah. shield and buy, he punches buy your the war fake... bonds <laughs> yeah buy your war bonds and he punches the fake hitler and it's just like just like the cover of, the, of, of like captain america number yep. one which is the yeah, reason why he was created and timmy lee jones is really good in it and um oh god the guy who plays howard stark and i can't remember his name right now but he's pretty good in it and like yeah peggy him and him and peggy carter have chemistry from second one that they meet mm-hmm. such good and such good chemistry Yes, it's great. Like a lot of other the movies in in the MCU could take a page from the chemistry those two actors have, and uh, yeah, uh, it sets the stage for everything. I was just super disappointed with Red Skull, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But like everything else, I like a lot. They had the Cosmic Cube. Like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I, I I really liked it. Uh, it's just it is. I, there's some. I have problems with it, unfortunately. But yeah, it's tough, right? Because like. I think similarly for me with the Spider-Man stuff, like I think you you're you're fanboy a little bit too, so you're like yes. you'll forgive Captain America stuff, one hundred percent. And I mean, like Bucky getting frozen, I'm like, I know where this is going. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean, yeah. But uh, again, like I don't have tons to say about this movie because uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. But like I really enjoyed it when it first came out, and uh, it made me want to see more Captain America. And like Tim said, like they really nail uh, with, with his quote from this movie, they really nail uh, Captain America who he is like, I don't like bullies. And, you know, despite him, despite him being like tiny and weak, uh, he, he, he wants to go fight in a war. He tries, this guy tries to sign up to join the military in world war two, because he wants to go fight the Nazis because he doesn't like a bully. That's okay. Captain America. He's the only soldier in training when they're trying to find a uh, a candidate to be Captain America. He's the only soldier who dives on a grenade. Yep, that's yep. Cap, right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I just they, they nail his character. They do, and that's that's where the movie shines for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, yep. There you go, Captain America, First Avenger. All right. On to number nine. Um, number nine. Oh, uh, I got number nine. Um, uh, so to continue <clears throat> off Mike's series of solid eight out of tens. Eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got Doctor Strange as number nine. There we go. Wow. I was wondering. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I um. You I like it a lot more than we do, apparently. Yeah. No. Like, Holy again. shit. You like double doubly more than me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I I, I can't. I can't, I can't ignore the fact that this is like the first bit of it was essentially Iron Man, <laughs> but with yes. magic hands. But yes. what it made up for was like the visual effects. 
Like I thought like again, I thought that was really cool and like um visual yeah, effects are great. Um, it's stunning. Yeah, yeah. like the I, I had a lot of fun in term like why I rate this so high is because I was so entertained by this movie. Because one, okay. it was a visual treat, two, I like the character of Doctor Strange. Um and three, like the the final fight like uh like Chris said, like it wasn't it wasn't some like big CGI like fist fight, you know, or um some like a giant beam in the sky. Or, like, giant beam in the sky Again. or like a million drones and they're like shooting them all down and stuff like that. No no no. It was literally Doctor Strange outsmarting like a god. Like yep. like an actual god into submission. Mm-hmm. Because he had the intelligence to like be like, listen, you're either going to be stuck with me in this endless death loop, <laughs> yep. or you can or... just back off forever. And the doorman was like, mm, okay, fine, okay. <laughs> but fine. I'm not going to like it. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, that's great. That, 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 it's it's a great ending. It's, it's like, a cool ending. Yeah. And I think, um, is it Chiwetel Ejiofor? Is that? Or, I don't know how you pronounce it. I, I, I tried, I f- and I, I failed horribly. So I think it's Chiwetel. He's a great actor. Yeah, he does. Great great he is actor, excellent. Though. And yes. I thought he did a great job as. Um, uh, I just yeah, I just he wish he would have had a bigger Firefly part. Movie. What's hmm? that? What's that to him? I just said I wish he would have had a bigger part, and they would have yeah. made him the villain earlier. Yeah, I mean he's going to be the villain in the second one, so you know. probably. Yeah, yeah and like um, I think uh, the, the cool stuff with the, like that he did with the Time Stone, and again, like I, I, I really like how. They introduce more of the magical side of the MCU, which you never really got to see aside from Thor. And then yes. and maybe like Wanda, but that's it. Um again, at the at at the point where like the Marvel fatigue for me was getting like more and more evident, like I was still yeah. this movie still managed to entertain me. And maybe start kind of like started going back for more, and they kind of like alluded to that when um I think was it the end credit stinger when he brings in Thor and he starts to have like a little chat with him about his brother. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, it's pretty good stuff. Eh? And then it leads yeah, into Ragnarok, good. I think, or something like that, right? I believe so. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's three movies later, so yeah, like, well, yeah. like but like that scene, like where he's like interrogating like Thor, like I thought that was really fun, and like. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch's accent isn't the greatest, but I thought he did a decent job. I like he 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 does a better job in the later movies. Um, he really starts to find his like footing with the character. But mm-hmm. I thought he I thought he did a great job. Yeah, Rachel McAdams didn't really have a whole lot. You probably could have given that role to like one of his sidekicks at the at the school or whatever, and I thought that would have been fine. Um, I thought that, like, I enjoyed the humor a bit more than both you guys did. <laughs> yeah, like, it might have felt out of place for you guys, but I still I still had the hearty chuckle. Um, but yeah, I... It's funny, it's just, I don't know if it's going to be timeless. Yeah, I, no. and, and, and that's why this is an 8 out of 10 for me, is that it it's still enjoyable. Solid. It's a solid 8 out of 10. <laughs> but I wouldn't say it's an absolute classic. I would never put this in, like, a 9 or 10 territory. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of yep. where I'm at. All right, cool. Fair okay, enough. Tim, number nine. Okay, so my my number nine is, believe it or not, Black Panther. Ooh, hmm. yeah, we're we're close on this. Same here. Yeah. 
So Black Panther. Let's talk about Black Black Panther. Let's. This movie came out um, at a time when I feel like, um, and I'm I am not an expert on this stuff by any stretch of the imagination. But when I feel like um, a lot of global issues surrounding um, race relations and inequalities um, are coming more to the forefront because as we get better as a species and society with uh, communications and stuff, there's still a lot of like heavy issues in the world that people just are who are so entitled and privileged. They don't even recognize these are real issues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me um, being a white straight male, I recognize (laughs) that I am as much uh, it's, it's as important for me to be an advocate for these issues as it is for people who are disenfranchised and do not have voices. So this movie to me is significant, not only because it's fucking good, but it actually mm-hmm. talks about issues like that should be talked about in mainstream stuff and aren't. And mm-hmm. it gives it gives voices to people who don't normally get them. So um, it's a great movie. Because the story's strong, but it also brings these issues up, and it doesn't mm-hmm. shy away from them. And you know, it's been talked like by smarter people than me about the fact that Eric Killmonger is a likable. You can actually relate to him as a villain because he's yes. so mm-hmm. um, disenfranchised, and he fucking like works his ass off, and he almost takes over the fucking best civilization in the world in the mcu world like that's how hard he works for his place um so you know not to say that um t'challa is a is a dick by any stretch of the imagination because like some people have said like oh he's like he comes off like a dick i don't think he does i think he still comes off as a strong leader Mm -hmm. uh and he does a good job as the hero but Mm -hmm. the killmonger villain is such a compelling villain that you almost root for him a little bit more. And um, I love, I love all of the technology in the movie. Like it puts Iron Man to shame. (laughs) Um, I love that. I love like the, it's quotable. It's funny. The dialogue between Shuri and Chala is hilarious. Their brother sibling, like camaraderie is hilarious. (laughs) Um, What else can I say about it? It's just, it's, it's, it's uh, the I've I've heard the da- the greatest dad joke ever for for this movie, the 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 two white white characters are the Tolkien white guys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's true because they're both in in yeah they're they're both in uh, yeah um, Andy Serkis is in it and yeah. um, the Hobbit himself. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh, his name. I'm blanking on his yeah. name right now. Yeah, me too. But yeah, like so they're both in in Tolkien movies, so they're Tolkien white guys. Great. It's just, yeah, it's it's a great movie. Like I loved it when I saw it in theaters. I loved it every time I watch it. Like my son and I, we have this thing where we like both love the the Kendrick Lamar song with um the weekends. Pray for me. It's like one of my f- all time favorite soundtrack songs. Hmm. It like it's okay. a great. It's a great movie. It has a great soundtrack. The the hero anthem is like I said, it's so solid. And um, I don't, I just don't know what else to say about it. Like I, I can watch it over and over again. I really like it. Like it's, uh, it's fun. 
Awesome. Uh, do you have a quote? I do have a quote. So um, <laughs> this comes up to almost almost at the very end of the film, uh, just after the the fight between um, uh, Killmonger and the Black Panther. So T'Challa is sitting there at the sunset. He says, we can still heal you. And Eric says, why? So you can lock me up? Nah, just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from ships because they knew death was better than bondage. And that's powerful stuff, man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I like this one a lot, too. Uh, it's pretty cl- I've rated it pretty close to where you rated it. And I'll get to why. Like, There's a couple things that you know, don't put it into the upper, upper, upper echelon of Marvel movies for me, but Mm -hmm. I'll get to that when I, when I talk about it, which will be super, super soon. Just not right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, my number nine is Thor Ragnarok. So a lot of people love this movie a lot more than I do. Yep. I, I, I (laughs) love, yes, I know. I, I, I love it. Like I love the comedy in it. It's really funny. Taika Waititi is a, uh, he's a hilarious like everything he does is you will very at the very least have fun with it if everything from like jojo rabbit i have not watched hunt for the wilder people yet uh but it looks it, it uh, it's been in my queue forever but it's supposed to be really really good and um yeah so like anything like or what we do in the shadows like oh, anything like that, anything taika waititi does is speaking, just so really good. speaking of taika waititi um did you see the um like you know the cops that were in uh what we do in the shadows like mm-hmm. the, did you know they have their own spin-off series i did not know that <laughs> uh, oh serious i like legit i can't remember what it's called and i added it to my list but it's and it's like literally these cops dealing with like supernatural entities on the job, <laughs> and it's nice. it's like New Zealand cops, but instead of common criminals, it's just like random people that are like possessed by like demons and shit. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. I, I gotta find the mundane. I gotta yeah, find the link he, for it for you guys. But yeah. yeah, he he's a he's a he is a great filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um. And I re- I like a lot of this movie, and it's very entertaining. But um, I don't know. There's just I I wasn't I'm not a I wasn't a big fan of of Hella in this. And I think she's great. She's I, I didn't really like her all that much, to be honest. Like she seems like a Thor's biggest problem is anytime there's a villain other than Loki, it's not as good. <laughs> Like Loki is like the standard bearer for villains in the MCU. And anytime they try to go outside that, it's either disastrous like Thor Ragnarok or not Thor Ragnarok, but Thor two, like dark world, or it's, it's this one where she's fine. And it's like, you know, they kill Odin and like, great. Like, I mean, the, the best parts of the movie are when they go to the, 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 the fighting world and it's him and Hulk fighting. And then that whole dynamic is really great. But like everything leading up to that is okay. It's like a standard Thor movie, and it's just it's not all that. I just it's meh. Like, but and here's the thing: like half the movie is amazing, and half the movie is fine. Yeah, and it's just yeah. And so like I get, uh, and it's interesting uh, what they do at the end of it, where like you know they they destroy um they destroy their Asgard. their. 
Asgard and then they have to go off in the ships. Like that's really cool. And then of course in Infinity War they just completely fuck fuck that all up. But yep. Um, uh, yeah, it was. I, I I really liked a lot of the things they did in this movie. It just uh, there's quite a bit of it that just didn't hit for me. And yeah, I mean the the whole Ragnarok thing was like, yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm like Thor's got to go do other movies, so like Ragnarok is not gonna kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the the ending of the movie seems kind of abrupt too. Like they deal with the threat really like hell is supposed to be like this huge threat and they deal with it like pretty quickly. Like, because he brings that like Suter, the, the beast Surter. that they fight at. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie and they just bring that back. Yeah. And it's just like, he just kind of devours or destroys her or something. And yeah. it's just, it's not, it's just not very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, so I have like, these are minor nitpicks for this movie. Cause I like it a lot, but yeah, this it's why it's towards the, bottom part of the top 10 it it should have been planet hulk (laughs) they they, they teased (laughs) they teased me with planet hulk and they proceeded to blue ball me yeah yeah could have should have would have yeah yeah like uh, mcu seems to have a habit of doing that too apparently it's it's like they it's like they yeah they they market it as planet hulk (laughs) which yeah which really rustles my jimmies um yep um, I'll get into why. Like, I I still love that movie, and I'll get like, I'll, like I have this much higher than you do, Chris. Yeah, but, no, I um, I figured you guys probably would, but I, th- I just I don't know. It just didn't stick for me. Yeah, like the the big thing is just like, oh man, you you can't you can't throw in such a like defining like one of like the most important Marvel events that is like Planet Hulk, and then kind of just like shave it down to like the bare minimum and don't really give it room um to like explore that concept again down the road that's yeah, the, yeah I think that, was, like, the, that was the most disappointing bit for me for that movie but still yeah still very enjoyable though yeah i liked it a lot too it's just and yeah like i know the um Norse uh, um, myth of Ragnarok and it's like it's basically the end of the world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just like it's supposed to be this giant thing and it's like yeah we're just gonna it Asgard's gone but we're everybody's fine yep. <laughs> it's like yep okay I guess I mean Odin's dead sure but <laughs> you gotta admit he though was, he was he was he was barely in any of the movies anyway like Carl I mean, Urban though was so good Carl Urban's pretty great he's pretty great <laughs> behold what is he not my great stuff <laughs> what is he not great in though that's my question like um, when have you ever seen a bad carl like when have you seen a bad carl urban performance not oh i'm gonna movie. find this i challenge acceptance i'm sure though. that he's done something terrible um oh everybody's done something he like the 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 um pitch black sequels like bad but he was good in it do you know what he's i mean awesome, like yeah star yeah, trek into so- darkness <laughs> that movie is yes yeah that movie is fucking terrible but he's good as bones like yeah i i said i said right, performance. i i did not say movie okay fine all right all right all right he's good uh, as bones so he's good yeah so that that doesn't count tim but nice try he was in ghost well, i didn't fuck his mic he's fucking great in judge dread he was in, in ghost ship what the hell <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Somebody pointed this out to me on a Star Trek memes Facebook page there the other day. It's like he was in Ghost Ship. I'm like, he was in Ghost Ship. Oh, and dude, they sent me the picture. He was in and I'm like, Dude, Damn. man, 
he had su- he had like no character in Doom. <laughs> okay, all right, you found one. There, yeah, you go. there we go. I did it. I win. Less his fault, more writing. But sure, yeah, that <laughs> Fair works. Enough. The prize is you've earned my respect. Yes. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, that's all yeah. it takes is just to find a flaw. Oh my god, and yeah. we got this on tape too. I'm gonna like fucking cherish this forever. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Once again, I had to split the episode up into multiple parts due to the amount of time we took to talk about the MCU. Apparently, we all have strong feelings about it. Who knew? (laughs) So, join us again really soon for our top 8 favorite MCU films. And with all that said, thanks for joining us this week. Please like, comment, subscribe if you're able. Rate the podcast wherever you listen. Or if there's something you really want to talk about, email me at conferculture at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-F-E-R-C-U-L-T-U-R-E at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Chris, and I'm going to say goodbye for both Tim and Mike again, and they'll be back, like I said, to talk about our top eight favorite films. Until next time, this has been Confer Culture. Confer Culture.